Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And now, a special edition of Ken and Curtis on Army-Navy Saturday. Presented by Mass Fallen Heroes and Jefferson's Bourbon. Live from the heart at Patriot Place, it's WEEI's America's Broadcast. Here are your hosts, Ken and Curtis. The greatest dynasty in the history of professional sports yeah. is yep. in a building that you own. You should be incredibly proud of that. You've kicked yeah. a lot of ass for the NFL, Robert Kraft. That's true. We like to win, so uh, we want to do everything we can to get our team back so we can be winning it. I don't envy your position. What's about to happen? We all know. We don't have to ask. Yep. Okay. Six times. You won the Super Bowl. Been- well, that was today. That was this morning. Robert now, Kraft on the game day set. Now McAfee's feeding Bill Balak- bacon sh- bacon wrapped scallops over there. They're like <laughs> kissing and telling now. But yeah, Belichick's all smiles. Do you think he heard that audio from earlier today? I mean, that seemed to be a non. Um, Kraft didn't go to bat for. Him, are you kidding me? That. Bill Belichick is happy. He's not the oldest coach on the set. <laughs> Why is Corso there? Oh yeah. Oh really? Yeah, he is there. Wow. Which one's which? <laughs> they brought. They brought- they brought him all up. Ken and Curtis, America's broadcast. Thanks to the guys from Mass Fallen Heroes for stopping by. That was cool. Awesome. Um, and we'll be here until 2 when we join pregame coverage of Army and Navy, 124 years strong, the Battle of the Midshipmen and the Black Knights. If there is nothing we do as a society, can we at least take care of families who have given the ultimate sacrifice of losing their child to war? I mean, I, I feel like there should never be a want or a need if there's 250 people, they should be at move into the seaport, and we should be respecting them and honoring them for all of time. There is no bigger debt that you can pay as a parent than to have your child go overseas fighting for our country and not come home. So well, That's what I was talking to Dan about from, from Mass Fallen Heroes last night. Uh, his organization does a great job to bring them together, but it's amazing you have to have an independent organization to do it. You know, it's... Um it's just, I mean, it's incredible. There was uh, a brand new Netflix uh, World War II in color that just came out, and I'm just, I'm a, a loser about World War II. It's just, it's, it is so shocking every time you see it that that was a couple generations ago. Yeah. That D-Day happened within the lifetime of people that are listening to us right now. People alive stormed the beaches. And what was on the line? And where we were and what was going to happen and the people that went there. And then you think of today, the people fighting, you know, Hamas, the people that are, you know, taking on Al-Qaeda insurgents all over the world. Things that we would never know about, never read about in places that we would never want to go to. And yet we don't support those efforts in the way that we should. I mean, there's a million charities. We all should, you know, God bless them. But there are certain things that should always take precedence because... If not for those that stormed the beaches, those that took on Al-Qaeda, those that did that, nothing else is possible. The country doesn't exist. 
Yeah, you got a couple thumbs up here as well yeah. said. I mean, I, that's all I can do is talk. I couldn't fight. <laughs> I, I'm worthless in every way. <laughs> yeah, no, we appreciate it. I mean, it's, it is it is hard to put into words. It is because you, you can't. You just walk around this place, and it's a unbelievable. Yeah. And you see people who give everything and ask for nothing. And that's what this is about. And that's why, you know, I always think about the lunch we had at uh, 110 Grill a couple weeks ago where the son was talking to me about his dad who had been awarded, uh, I don't know the, the medal, but uh, uh, one of the great, you know, me- medals of bravery. And he only found out about it because his daughter, the granddaughter of his dad, was doing a school project. And asked him about it, and he started talking. And they found these medals, and they found these things that they never even knew. And it's just a, uh, it's because the people that serve are almost always so modest about what they do because nobody knows more about what others gave than people that were serving with them, those that didn't make it back. So they're not going to come home and, you know, brag and boast when. Right now, we live in a society. If you hit ten thousand steps, you put it on Instagram, and you think you're, you know, you know, Jack Lalanne. But it's, um, <laughs> sorry, Greg. Speaking but, of Jack Lalanne, did you know the new Red Sox, Tyler O'Neill? His father was Mister Olympia, and he's like, he benches four fifty. This is he's like he's like Hardo Hardo Central. Tyler O'Neill benches four fifty. Yeah, I mean, squats like six something. <laughs> I I could give a squat, but <laughs> uh, just made me think of that. Are the Red Sox intentionally being boring? Are they trying to sabotage Nesson? Like, what's the goal here? <laughs> well, if they get Yamamoto, they're not, that's not boring. Are they going to get Yamamoto? Yes, they're the favorite. No, they're not. Get in. Oh, they're one of the favorites. They're among the favorites. Top priority. Wiggy's desire to try and be positive about the Red Sox. He's like, there's a story out there. They're the favorites. And it's like Ian Brown from two months ago. And it says they might sign him. But anyway. Uh, All right. Do you want to take Danny? Now, Danny. Yeah, let's do uh, it now. Danny could take a victory lap to some extent. From two weeks ago, he was calling for Zappy. It was a week delayed. Last week, I asked him about it, and he wouldn't respond. He wouldn't He wouldn't get to Zappy talk, so he, like, avoided it for a week. Okay. Today, I'm assuming he's going to take a victory lap, which I guess is deserved. Go ahead, Danny. You, you wanted more Zappy, and, he, and it paid off. You're right about that. A week? I've been calling for his presence on the field for two freaking years, Ken. Yeah, okay, but not yeah. last week. Yeah, ever since, ever since you were you... proven wrong about Jimmy G, you jumped on the Bailey Zappy. No, train. no, no. I Look it. I called your show during the summer. And I said, and I even gave in. I said, Mac Jones deserves a third try with a new offensive coordinator. And, um, you know, we'll see what, what, but I also said, Zappi deserves equal uh, opportunity to take his job. And you guys, okay. And I said, no excuses. And all you've done is make excuses for Mac Jones, Ken. That's all you've done. Yeah, right. well, I mean, all you've he has done. a lot of excuses to make for him. Go back and play the tapes. Go back and play the tape from uh, when he got benched in the Chicago game. Yeah, and I, and I said it was the best decision uh, Belichick made. You saw the writing on the wall back then when Belichick didn't want to start him, and the, and the owner, go talk to the owner, go talk to Mr. Kraft. You know, Curtis, you had three times left with him to ask him this question: What took him so long on Zappy? My theory is, if he was honest, he'd say, "Go talk to Mr. Kraft," just like right. Brady said it. Yes. Okay, because I guarantee you, it's Kraft. That's meddling in this decision to keep Mac Jones on the field. And he finally pulled the cord on him. I mean, Ken, remember these numbers? Yeah, I'll ask that on Monday. I'll be happy to. Ken, I want you to remember these numbers before you keep hopping. I'm not asking that antagonistically, but I'll try and be polite. And I'll say, uh, Mr. Bill, uh, why did it take you so long 
to start Bailey Zappi? If he, if, he, if he wanted to answer honestly, my theory is this. He would tell you to go talk to Mr. Kraft. Well, that would like be a hell of an answer. We, I would sign right. up for that right now. That would yeah. go around the world. Anyway, okay, and Ken, I, and by the way, did Billy Laney give you my message? He did, he did, and I didn't, uh, um, he, I'm not sure what the full message is, but he did, I didn't check it. I, I, yes. gave, I gave you my number. I have two Christmas presents, one for you, one for Curtis. Oh, right? yes. So Another I calendar? Need know, we need the, we I need, need the to new, know. I, I hope this one's got I, you shirtless on it, Danny, because the palm <laughs> no, trees no, didn't quite I, do yeah, it. Oh, yeah, forget it. You, you guys would die in early death. Anyway. Um, <laughs> That's very nice uh, Anyway, you, let me get Thank back. So anyways, yeah. please take the number and call me. I, I want to know how I can get to you okay. to well, give you well, the Well, Ken present. is like reaching the president. He's got six handlers <laughs> oh, that handle Jesus. these things. Okay, please. Okay, so let me finish my point. Uh, please, Ken, I finish. want you to remember this num- these, num- these four numbers. 3067. That wasn't uh, the daily number from yesterday, all right? All right. Because you keep bringing up the zero that uh, the offense put up against the Chargers. Correct. Those are the points that the Patriots put up offensively in the, in the Dallas Saints, Colts, and Giants game, respectively. Right. Under Matt Jones's presidency, that's what they put up. Well, he was a broken man by then. It's irrelevant. What? I mean, he's, so, see, you, you, you can't have to. You're talking in front of off. some of the most strong people on the planet Patricia about how a quarterback judge, is broken because like somebody yelled training. at him. You try to go through the Patricia Judge basic. Yeah, training. I, you I, would I, fail. You'd I, be out. I wasn't but broken Ken, by John Dennis. Ken, first of all, Ken, in that Chargers game, in that Chargers game, Zappi had him on a 52-yard drive starting from the 13-yard line. He didn't and reach the red back, zone. They, that's the worst defense. Ba- Wait a minute. Let me finish the 52-yard drive from the 13-yard line down to the 31, and his running back put the ball on the ground. Okay? Yep. He had another touchdown pass Thornton dropped. has feet for hands. He had a pa- he had a pa- that was a touchdown pass dropped. Right. So, and you have to look at Zappi in a vacuum. He deserves the same starting point that Mac Jones gets. He deserves the reps. I said this to you two weeks ago. Last week I was on something different. I'm not ashamed of being a Zappi guy at all. I've been saying it for three freaking years. Can he win so, the starting job for next year by his performance in the next four games? Because I want to. I'm, I'm interested to see what he continues to do this year. This is his training camp. That's what I, I and for all the draft nicks out there that want him to lose. They're the same people that are talking about the zero points on the board. Why would you care about the zero points if you want them to lose for the draft? I <laughs> yeah. hate the draft. I hope they win the rest of the game so they got a friggin' middle pick. How's right. that one for you? <laughs> All right, thank you, Dave. Uh, I, I do think it's, it's comical when you talk to people about the performance and the, and the discrepancy between the success that Bailey had versus Mack with the same team. And then invariably they immediately pivot to – do you really want them to win? And, you know, what the hell does it matter anyway? The season's over. Well, the season was over when they played the Giants, right? They weren't going to make the playoffs. What was the record when they played the Giants? They were 2-7 and seven at the time or 2-8. Right. and eight. So, Who would you rather have, Zappi or Cutlets? I mean, I'm a, my mom's a Silvestro, oh, so okay. I always go to Cutlets. I'd go to Vito. <laughs> but I, I, um, I do find that guy... One of the more punchable faces in sports right now. Oh, really? I mean, the guy's... He's a Jersey guy. Classical Jersey guy. But the Jersey thing is so overdone these days. Yeah. Like, after the Sopranos, everybody was a Jersey guy. It's like, okay, we get it. You like meatballs. I don't know what the what, what else is interesting about him. He lives with his parents. Is that something you want to be bragging about? Well, speaking... You mentioned awards before. We're yeah. going to have a guest on next that has won these awards. Silver Star, three Purple Hearts, two Bronze Stars, Bronze Star with V for Valor, Defense Meritorious Service Medal, two Meritorious Service Medals, Joint Service Commendation Medal, 
Joint Service Achievement Medal, two Army Commendation Medals, Army Achievement Medal, the OSS Society Peter Oritz Award, the Bruce Price Leadership Award, and Special Operations Command Excalibur Award. Okay, those are all great, but... Did he win most improved football player two years in a row at Rivers? Because well, that's, that's not an award they like to give you out. still had that in the studio. Gresh turned it backwards. Gresh? Uh, oh, God. A true well, warrior joins us Somebody that can next. use some improving. Braverman joins us right now for what's the latest news. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Right, Kenny Curtis at the Army-Navy game at Gillette, the Harp Patriot Place. Filling up inside, you can see the band's... Starting to form there, Curtis. The march of the brigade of midshipmen is on from the other side of the stadium. But we have a pretty special guest here with us. We've met some pretty impressive people, but none more impressive than Nick Lavery, who's uh, sitting us with us here now. He's a Green Beret. He's an active Green Beret, right, Nick? Correct. And you've done something historic. Can you put uh, in? You can describe it better than uh, I could, reading it off your bio here. But you're the only guy to to do this. Yeah. So I mean, at this point. I am considered the first and only special forces operator that's returned to combat as an above-the-knee amputee. So you have the prosthetic on now, and you had to go through how much training to get back and into active duty? Uh, all of it. Yeah, yeah. All, <laughs> from ground zero. All of it, yeah. yeah. Pretty much starting from, from ground zero, you know, to go including just relearning how to do basic life functions as a one-legged guy. So most things change just day-to-day living. Uh, and then obviously you talking, start talking about being employed in a tactical environment and physical training and all the things that come with that. It was, yeah, basically wipe the canvas clean and let's start over. And so. it's amazing, Nick, you say, uh, I think, Ken, you said ground zero. So you were telling me during the break, by the way, I'm glad you're on my team because holy cow, I'm <laughs> glad America's got you. Um, <laughs> I, I, uh, you initially joined the Army. You know, now you're a Green Beret, but... 9-11 led to your desire to serve the country. Correct. So could you talk us through what that, that thought process and then how you rose through the Army and into the Green Beret? Yeah, you know, it, it's, I was a 19-year-old kid, sophomore in college, and about two weeks later, I watched the towers fall in New York, you know, live in front of me. And it was that was the moment for me right there. And I struggled to stay in school because I, I was dead set on dropping out and entering the military right there. And then ultimately decided to stay in. I grinded out my degree. And at the time I graduated, we were now surging in both Iraq and Afghanistan. So the game was still very much being played, and it was time for me to begin playing it. And you know, I knew I wanted to be in special operations. And after doing some homework, you know, I, I ultimately landed on the Army Special Forces to become a Green Beret. And you know, I, I came in the Army as a Special Forces recruit, which gave me the opportunity to bypass any time in the conventional army and just go straight into special forces training so from day one you know basic training all the way up through selection the qualification course all the training required took a little over two years and then you know get your green beret and then the work really starts and how did you suffer the the injury where how did that come to be yeah this is on my third trip into afghanistan 
and the, the short version is we fell victim to what's known as a green on blue or an insider attack, meaning a guy that we had been working with, a member of the Afghan National Police Force, jumped up on a truck and unloaded a PKM belt-fed machine gun into me and my teammates from about 30 feet away. Oh, yeah. So 12 U.S. casualties, three of which were killed. Most of the damage to me was to my right leg. It just decimated it. And, uh, you know, after a year at Walter Reed, 35 or so, 40 surgeries on my right leg alone. Oh, Begin, you know, figuring out how to live life as an amputee, get a prosthetic. just not, you know, your basic recovery, and then on from there. Are you amazed yourself sometimes looking back at what you've gone through that you're here now and back and I mean you're clear right you, every, you're back in active duty and I know you're you're based in Tennessee right but you're 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 in it Yeah I'm in it you know stationed at Fort Campbell a member of Fifth Special Forces group which is a, obviously a privilege There are times yeah you know when I do some reflection some analysis or some prayer and I look back and I'm asked the, I'm asked the how did you do this question quite often yeah. you know how or why are the two questions i get quite often it took me years to really even answer those questions for myself but yeah i do find myself in moments of struggle and adversity even in today's world whether that's in the military or as a entrepreneur as a husband and father when i'm finally faced with those challenges where I, you know i stop and i go you know man how did, how did i get through these kinds of things in the past you know and i reflect and i and i I leverage those. So it doesn't, for me, come with a whole lot of, like, shock and awe because I lived it and I, and I know it. I more so leverage those moments in the past to enable me to get through the challenges of today and tomorrow. And people covet you as a public speaker now. I know you're an author too, but, I mean, how has that been for you? Telling your story over and over again must be, in some ways, rewarding, but in other ways you've got to open up the vein and tell it over and over again, right, what you've been through. Yeah, man, it's a great question. It's been a wild ride. You know, you come into the special operations enterprise, we tend to identify as quiet professionals and we're people of action, oftentimes behind the scenes. So in a lot of ways, being in that limelight goes against who I am as a man and as a, as a soldier. So there's some, there's some confliction there. It would likely always be an odd place for me to be on a stage in front of an audience with lights in my face. Uh, it would likely always be a challenge and outside of my comfort zone. But the more I do it, the more I become obsessed with the effect that that creates. And that gets quite powerful for me. And fulfilling for me so it's hard it's a lot of work you know just from a professional perspective managing two professional lives plus your family which is priority one you know my own health is a lot it's really difficult to do but I'm just blessed to be in a place where I get to live two professions that I absolutely love and it's amazing you know as difficult as I'm sure it is to relive you know such a harrowing experience and then to have to rededicate yourself to the same training you had initially done to now do it as the first above the leg amputee in the special forces currently active in the united states military we live in a time where everybody looks for a reason why not and to see sit across from someone who has been given and earned a million exits like why do you keep saying i have more to give yeah, it's, a, it's a, another good question. I think that identifying a mission is step one. And by the time that I was wounded, not only had I fallen in love with this profession, but I began identifying it as a, as a purpose for me. Like, I was put on this planet to do something. It's to do this. I was put on this planet to be a warrior 
to dedicate myself to a society which I will defend at all costs, period. And I swore an oath. And to some of us, that still means something. So as far as I'm concerned, as long as I'm capable of doing what I said I would do, I'm going to do it. And there's only one way to find out if you can still do it, and that's to give it all you have to try to get back to doing what it is you do. So while it is easy in today's world to be looking for the, the quick answer or to give up on the thing because things got hard. Work-life balance. Work-life balance. <laughs> I get it. I live in it. You know. I guess my, my challenge to those out there is have you found something that inspires you? When the alarm clock goes off at whatever time that is, what is your reason to getting out of bed? And I got it. You got to put food on the table and keep a roof over your head. We have responsibilities. I get it. I live it too. But if we just are meandering through life without something that we love, a love of the game and a meaning behind it, then are we really living it all? Right. Well, over to something that's got to be a little good distraction for you, the game here today. Yeah, if you're a Boston guy. Yes, sir. Back in the area. I mean, first time this has ever been here. What's it like for you to come back here? And uh, you have a big group with you. You're with Warrior Rising, right? Your nonprofit. Yeah, not my nonprofit, but a one that we do a lot of work with, as well as Mass Fallen Heroes. Got a lot of friends here, amazing organizations. You know, I've, I've never been to the Army-Navy game. So what better time to do that for the first time when they're playing here in Gillette? Yeah. So anytime I get a chance to come back up north, uh, it's always a blessing and a gift. So I mean, and, Army looks like they could use you. I mean, my God. I don't know. They look, I think they look, they look, they're going to do all right okay, okay, on good. their own. I think they're good to go as is. But just the irony, I think, I think someone checked my math, but I think it's the 250th anniversary of the Boston Tea Party. Correct. It is. is this, okay, cool. I heard that. I'm like, yeah, is that true? And it is true. So, I mean, I don't know if that was planned in advance or not, but, like, we are literally sitting in the general vicinity of where this whole thing started for us. A couple guys in a bar, not much different than this, over a couple pints that had an idea. And from there, it just ideated into literally what we're in right now. So the history of where we are here in Mass, obviously I'm biased because I'm from here, greatest town in the world, but it's, uh, it's amazing. It's great to be here, man. Are there people here that you're impressed by? Like you've, you know, you've got. I just read <clears throat> your list of medals and accomplishments. It's amazing. Um, but there, are so many. You look, look, look around here. A lot of, a lot of impressive people. You're in, you're in the heart of it. You live it every day, I guess. Uh, uh, constantly. Yeah. I mean, from the troopers out of here to the first responders. Yep. This guy's working security. The guy that was just breaking my wife's ball balls about her fanny pack being too big. <laughs> and, you know, it's like. <laughs> It's so easy to take for granted yeah. what we have here. It yeah. just becomes normal for us. But if you do get some perspective, which I'm given a lot because I spent a lot of time in some really unsavory places, and you come back and see here, you realize that a lot of the things that we tend to bitch and complain about, it's like, man, we are so blessed to even have this. man. So I'm surrounded by heroes, surrounded by amazing people. It's an amazing event overall. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is a great job that we get to have because of people like you and Ken and I have had the great privilege of meeting a lot of very amazing people. I have never sat across from someone I have more respect for. Very grateful for the service that you continue to give, and uh, you are a story that you need to see to believe because that is just an amazing accomplishment, not only what you did to get through the Green Berets, but then to rededicate yourself after such a horrific injury. It's just uh, an amazing thing, and we're really grateful that you were able to come by today. I appreciate it, boys. Anything you want to plug, Nick, uh, uh, before you're on your way out? How can people read more about you or your nonprofits that you're you're part of? Or yeah, the one-stop shop would be would be our website. It's teammachine.com. Machine is spelled M-C-H-N. It's got links to my partners and all the nonprofits I do work with and services, merchandise, whatever. Well, great to meet you. Likewise, boys. <laughs> all right, enjoy I'm picking Army now.
Oh, go, ar- go Army. Go Army. Army. Let's Here we it. go. Let's do it. <laughs> Thank you, Nick. Nick Lavery, Chief Warrant Officer 2. Did yes. I get rather right? Yes, sir. And a Green Beret. We'll be right back. Ken and Curtis here at Gillette. Patriot Place. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Folks, I'm going to take a page out of your book here. I'm going to go. With the 1962... This is the Jolly Roger, Beat Army in Chinese for Paul Dietzel's Chinese Bandits. Oh God, Go it. Navy, Beat Army. Yay! WEI's America's broadcast at the Harp at Patriot Place. Ken and Curtis, I just got the bird. God, first time that's happened. He loved you, but hated me. I didn't know my brother was coming. Very nice. Didn't think I would get that kind of disrespect here. Uh, it's about respect man. mostly today. It is about respect. It's about camaraderie. It's about America. And, and uh, Belichick just yeah, there made those. I can't get past that, that. I can't get past Nick Lavery. That was. I've never been more intimidated but proud at the same time and in awe <laughs> of a human being. Who could you imagine? You spend your whole life. You you graduate college. You see after nine eleven. You say I'm going to go serve the country. You you graduate. You go. You go through the special ops training, which it just intim- I couldn't even say it without sweating. And so you're able to do that. You go and you serve your country with valor, with enough awards that, you know, you could fill three rooms with. And you have this awful occurrence where an insurgent, you know, kills 12 people, decimates your leg. And you say, I'm going to spend the rest of my life rededicating myself to become the first person to ever have that injury and serve an active duty as a special operator in the United States Army. It's just... It's quite a story. You can't even, like, they just... It's it's amazing that that's the same like building that like they the same DNA that you and I share. Right. It's like that's another human, but it feels like a different thing entirely. Well, to uh, top that, we've got a two-star general with us, General Gary Keefe. Did I get that right, sir? You did. You did. Thanks. We can't be uh, more thrilled to have you here. Oh, uh, thank you for the time, and uh, I appreciate everything you guys do, not just here, but love listening to you guys. So thanks for what Holy you did. Thank you, sir, very much. Well. And Dan Magoon is here as well because Dan, your group, Mass Fallen Heroes, is partnered up with the Mass National Guard and uh, General Keefe. Correct? Do you want to? Uh, and just give a us quick the, heads up, connection here. Ken, Ken is our brand manager, and he likes to act like a general, but this is actually <laughs> a general right a, here, a real life okay, general. Thank you. <laughs> we'll, we'll work on that. No, General Keefe's a, a, a dear friend, and obviously our partnership with the Mass National Guard goes back a long time. Uh, not only of, of, of guard members that are part of the organization, either either active or retired, uh, but more importantly about what the guard does to, to actually support its members, and that's where the intersection is with our you know with our programming and some of the stuff that we've done over the years, whether it's you know with members of the guard or, or particularly Gold Star families, which again affects you know the generals life in a day-to-day basis but also all the members of the, of the mass army national guard and everything we've done since since our inception really and some of the great things that we we, we have the ability to do is because of general keith his staff and obviously you know uh his soldiers alike so uh it's it's an amazing partnership and a great friendship and we're glad we're here to share the air for a little bit it is thanks dan and uh yeah when dan and, and greg and the team kind of reached out to us we we wanted in with them you know they uh they get it um 
the energy that they started with. Now they're 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 just so innovative and. Uh, what they've done for us, and besides what Dan talked to, what they do for uh, the fallen, uh, Gold Star families, but really for our guardsmen as well. Is you know a lot of people don't don't know we've we've got almost nine thousand soldiers and airmen in the Massachusetts National Guard here in Massachusetts, um, and a lot of people don't understand the the guard. The National Guard is the combat reserve for both the Army and the Air Force. So I tell people they ask, hey, what do you what do you guys have for missions and stuff? We've got everything in Massachusetts but tanks. Uh, we've got two infantry battalions on the Army side. I've got an artillery battalion that was on the second-to-last plane out of Kabul, Afghanistan when it fell. Um, I've got an infantry battalion that's going to be heading out uh, into Syria area in the, in the next couple weeks. Uh, we've got cyber battalion. I've got MP. I've got a special, I've got a special forces company out in Chicopee. On the air side, I've got uh, an F-15 wing that will be deploying. And in about 20 months, they're going to convert to the new F-35 aircraft. And then we've got a cyber intelligence wing down in the Cape. But really what's important, what Dan does for, for my folks is besides taking care of them when something bad happens or someone loses a loved one, um, now they're talking about uh, trying to teach these young soldiers and airmen the difference between a job and a career, right? And we've got to do everything we can to keep our guardsmen here in Massachusetts, uh, to keep them employed. Um, and employers are looking for for our folks, so that's uh, that's an important issue that we're we're now probably going to sit down and, and, and get on board with Dan and the team and help these young men and women uh, continue to serve in uniform and, and keep them keep them employed and let them understand what comes with having a career and working with employers that want to invest in these young men and women. I could use some leadership tips, so I'm going to take those after we're done here. I've got insubordinate employees all over the place. so. Uh, but that's an amazing stuff, what you guys do. How about with the game itself? What are you guys, what's your role here today? So today we are actually here just providing some logistical support. We, uh, we've actually provided some static. You'll see these big uh, cannons out there. They're called M777s. Those, those are ours. Um, but we've got some statics, and we're just kind of, for the most part, just kind of taking a logistical support, you know. Uh, I've got officers that are all West Point graduates um, um, that are actually all pumped up for the game, but it doesn't make a difference if you're a West Point graduate or not. You know, in the Army Guard, I've got I've got airmen in the Air Force, and I've got soldiers. So, you know, for me today, I'm rooting for the Army. So uh, if I don't, I pretty much have 99% of my headquarters will throw me out of my office. <laughs> window, so. Yeah, and you're saved, Dan. I know that. Yeah, I think, what, we got we got three or four. If we converted you now, we, yeah. got, I mean, we got everybody. So I right. might have to go find a Navy guy to talk to. But, <laughs> but absolutely, go Army. I, I will not do anything against the Army after meeting our, our next. So. I'm also here, uh, actually, at another organization Dan partners with. I volunteer as the, the chairman of the board uh, for Fisher House Boston, oh, great. Uh, which is just a phenomenal organization. And uh, the Fallen Heroes has always just been a great partner with us. And what Fisher House Boston does is if you have a loved one and you served in the military, uh, and it could be your spouse, could be your child, could be your parent, doesn't make a difference, uh, and you want to do whatever it takes to get them to what is the epicenter for health sciences and life sciences, the medical capacity we have in Boston, what Fisher House Boston does if you served, we're going to pay to put you up as long as your loved one is in facing that challenge, and we're going to make sure you have access to that health care. And what we do is we, we fund uh, apartments, uh, hotel rooms. Uh, we provide food cards and gas cards to make sure those families do not financially go broke as their loved one is facing these, uh, these trying times. So I'm here at twofold today, and uh, we're going we're gonna to be recognizing the Fisher House Boston today uh, as well. So, and uh, I'm just like I said, we're we're really proud of what we do, and 
we, we really enjoy that partnership we have with Fallen Heroes as well. So oh, that's all incredible. You. It's it's a big reunion for everybody here, right? Over the, over the whole week, the lead up and everything. It really is. It um, it's interesting. You see you see folks you haven't seen for years, and they, you know I've even ran into folks I never even knew they served in the military today, just walking from my my parking spot out there. So, but um, yeah, it is. It is. A, it's a big reunion for for everybody, and uh, it'll be interesting. You know, I know uh, this is. Hopefully, hopefully this just won't be a one and done with this. You know, maybe you'll see something else. You never know what the craft craft group's going to come up with next. And uh, no, I was thinking the same thing. You know, the way that they've taken over the city, it's been. I mean, I I, I would be very surprised if this is the only time the Army Navy games here. It seems like it's been really received well, and the crafts have done a great job. And it's been a uh, you know it was it was shocking when it was that Wednesday, the first day, where they're like welcome Army Navy. I was like, wow, it's actually happening. Yeah. The, the sign over the pike. It's it's so cool to see something that I've seen on TV for, for so many years actually, you know, here with the Pats play. So. Oh, you're right. It's, it's, it's a great tradition. And it, it, it actually, it's nice to see highlighting the fact that regardless who you're, cho- you're cheering for today, you know, these young young men and these young men and women that are here as part of the Corps of Cadets and the, the midshipmen, you know, they're going to be raising their hand, taking an oath to the sport and defend the Constitution. And uh, uh, when you look at what's going on in the world right now, uh, these, these young men and women are probably going to end up in harm's way here in the years ahead. So, um, at the bottom of the day, you know, you just kind of you, you just want to thank them for having the steel in the backbone to kind of take that oath and, and be part of something uh, that's bigger than them. So that's that's what I like about this is, regardless of who wins, these these, these folks are special. So we're talking to General Keith. <coughs> this is kind of an open-ended question. I don't even know if you're in a reflective mood or where you want to take this, but you've been in the military for quite some time. How have things changed? Do you have a sense of Looking back on your tenure, uh, yeah, where things are now to when you started. Yeah, I got commissioned as a lieutenant out of uh, Norwich University in 1986. Right, Cold War was still going on, and it was pretty much us in Russia, right, at a stalemate. Um, so that will be uh, 38 years. I'll be in the military in, in May, and it's it, the world is probably the most dangerous I've ever seen in my lifetime. It, it could be in modern history, right? You look at what's going on with China, with uh, Russia and Ukraine. Uh, North Korea, Iran, um, it doesn't make a difference. There's there's problems popping up everywhere. And uh, the one common theme they all have is they, all these different nations are threatened by our way of life and what our Constitution offers uh, anyone who wants to come here and, and become a citizen. So, uh, yeah, I uh, it's changed that way. You know, uh, for many years, you know, my first few years, it was just kind of boring. You know, it was the Cold War, right? There's not a lot going on. And then as soon as 9-11 happened, as Dan and his team know, everything changed. It changed for everybody, and it's, it's continuing to change. There's more bad actors out there that are popping up that, quite frankly, as I mentioned, are, do not like what America represents to the rest of the world. Yeah, I mean, that's what we, I mean, we said it earlier, but seeing the – I'm almost 40. I know I look 60. But um, <laughs> I'm walking in here today, and you see the faces of the cadets and the midshipmen and how young they are and the burdens they will soon be facing and carrying overseas. I mean, it's a much different time to be entering service to the country in the, in the, in the military today than it was, you know, as you said, 30 years ago. Yeah, and, and it's, um, it's an honorable calling. You know, we, you know here we're focusing on the, the, uh, the cadets and the midshipmen, but, you know, you figure even that 18-year-old young man or young woman that decides, hey, I think I might want to go into the military, regardless of branch, you know, they, take that, they take that oath to the Constitution, raise that right hand, and they come back if they even if they don't make a career out of it. They do four years. They come back as a better son, daughter, husband, wife, citizen. You know they learn 
discipline, they learn leadership, and they learn how to basically make, regardless of where you came from, um, a lot of the, these young men and women, when you talk to them, first thing they like is, hey, I feel like I'm part of a team. And they understand that as part of that team, that mission always has to come forward first. And whatever the mission is, it's for the greater good of the United States of America. And they understand that. And then when they, they do leave, they end up going on to businesses, employers. You know, if you're an employer out there, you know, come talk to talk to us. Uh, we have plenty of young men and women that just, uh, you know, they are looking for a career. They're looking to be part of a team again. So if you're an employer out there who, you know, has a team concept and believes in that, you know, come talk to us because we've got soldiers and airmen that would be nothing but a great additive to, to your to your company. You have any thoughts on the Patriots before we let you go? Do you, I know Bill's a Navy guy, so maybe you're, uh, yeah, you're biased. I don't know. No, you, no, you know, you is know, he sticking around. Uh, yeah, I, I, I hope so. Yeah. I, I do. I, you know, I, I go back to what he he said. You know, two years ago, he's, you know, we leveraged a lot for those Super Bowls, and now it's time to pay the bills. And, uh, um, you know, they'll get they'll get out of it. It's it's a rebuilding year. You know, my my kids don't and probably like a lot of us whose kids don't know anything but the Patriots always winning. You know, I. I grew up in the 60s and 70s, and, uh, you know, we didn't win anything. So I, uh, I can die a happy man. And, but I think, you know, quite frankly, this is the best sports franchise in the nation. And you got a lot of smart people here, and I, I think they're – give them a little bit of time, and, and they'll be back to their winning ways. So I, 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 I anticipate him staying. That's great. Dan, you guys are headed in, I know. You want to see some of the pregame festivities, yeah? Yeah, looking forward to it. Appreciate everything you guys are doing for yeah. us and, and helping us uh, – you know, share these stories and experiences and no, it's been great. The game. Thank yeah. you both for coming. Oh, yeah, thanks, guys. Thank you, appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, General and, uh, Keith. Yeah, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Same to you, General. You Take care. Bye. Thank you so much. Dan and uh, General Keith here at America's Broadcast at the Harp at Patriot Place. And they're getting into the game to watch, so we know we must be getting close, Curtis. I mean, not two hours away, I guess, from kickoff. But the festivities are ramping up on the field. You can see that now. And uh, thank you very much. Really oh, appreciate oh, it. Oh, I got a challenge. Oh, all right. Oh, wow. How about <laughs> I just got a coin from a general. So now my, uh, you know, that we yeah. got s- Ken hands out a bill. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyway, uh, I don't know. I don't think I've ever met a general before. Would, where would we have met a general? I don't think so. Well, Jerry, we're Jerry. For <laughs> <a lot of> <laughs> All right, you can join the show six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Those were some cool interviews this hour. A bunch of pansies. Deviation um, from our norm, but it's uh, all part of the day and the festivities. No, I, 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 but I have to say, it has been. I, I, I don't know how many ways we can say it, but it, the the Army Navy. I didn't know it was like a build up week. Like I, I knew the game, and yeah. I'm sure that there would seem to be some sort of a boom for the tourists and you know people come to town, whatever. But it really, as of like Wednesday, the the Army Navy thing took over the city. And the you know and the area and it's been great. Yesterday we got down here as they were setting up the fan fest and all that. And uh, right now um, it looks like maybe the reason the traffic was so bad is everybody gets here for all the the, the, the pomp and circumstance pregame because it doesn't look mm-hmm. quite as chaotic. People are fil- filling into the stadium as we speak. The cadets or no, that looks like the uh, midshipmen are on the field. And. Uh, It'll be a uh, very entertaining, uh, not many firsts for sports in this region, you know. We heard just at the start of that segment, Belichick making his pick. He put on the old Navy helmet, <coughs> as I understand it, to make his pick of Navy. But did not uh, get into any significant talk. It didn't appear. I don't see any reporting on that. Cadillac's going to come back here in the uh, 1 o'clock hour and give us an update. He was down there. But Bill's playing it. It's cool. He seems in a good mood. 
I mean, how could you, you not be if you're, you know, you grew up going to this game? And Staubach, is he the best player of either of these sides all I time? Would, I would think so, yeah. Certainly the most well-known. I mean, Cord- Cardona. Cardona's up there. <laughs> and he called in yesterday. He was great. Check that out on the Odyssey app. So we'll be here for a bonus hour up until 2 o'clock, and that's when we join pregame coverage of the game. A lot to get to in Boston sports. Celtics win last night. Red Sox get an outfielder. No Otani. But the Patriots continue to dominate the drama. Yeah. The, the, and the, the Chiefs the biggest, are next up. The biggest story of the day uh, is the awkward silence with Pat McAfee and Robert Kraft. Yeah, let's play that for you again uh, when we return here on Kenny Curtis from the Harp. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.